This week on The Right Fit. If somebody wants to get involved, they will find a way to get my cell number. Okay? They'll have enough initiative to find a way to get my cell number. And, and if that person sends me a very brief text, my name is Joel Erdman. I want to be your next guy. This is my name. If you have an interest, let me know. I like that. The Right Fit Podcast is brought to you by the Rising Coaches Search Firm. Rising Coaches has become one of the most trusted names in college basketball since 2010. And since 2010, we've been helping head coaches fill their staff. Now we're helping athletic directors hire their head coaches. We launched the Rising Coaches Search Firm at the end of 2019 and already have a successful track record of helping programs make great hires. If you want more information on how you can leverage one of the most vast networks and communities in college basketball to help you improve the quality of your candidate pool and find the exact right fit for your program, then visit risingcoaches.com slash search dash firm. Thanks for listening to The Right Fit, the show where we sit down with athletic directors, talk to them about their hiring process, what they look for in a head coach, and how they find it. I'm Adam Gordon, and today we are listening to an excerpt from Joel Erdman, Athletic Director at South Alabama. Joel joined our Rising Coaches group last week and shared a tremendous insight with them about his process of how he goes about hiring his coaches. Thank you, Adam, and um, uh, thank you, Russ, for for mentioning me. I appreciate that, and uh, uh, I'm happy to spend some time with you here uh, today, and uh, I would encourage you to, to ask any questions that you may have. Um, and and what what I will do is is you know I'm not sure I'm worthy of advice, giving advice, but you know I. Um, what what I can provide is 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 basically a, a a a method that I personally follow when when hiring head coaches, and every every AD has a different method. Every AD has different approaches. So what I'm about to say and and discuss is by no means right or wrong. It's just the way that that I prefer to do them and. Um, you know, I, I, I will say this, that, um, I, I truly believe that the most important thing I do in my job is hire head coaches, um, because it is, it is the, 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 the head coach has, has the, the, the most intimate and extreme, um, connection with our student athletes. The head coach is, uh, the front page of what we do, the rest of what we do as an administrative staff behind them is to support them and and do what we can do um, within our resources to help them be successful. Um, so I take head, I am personally involved in every head coaching search of every sport we have. Um, I lead each one whether it's uh, men's basketball, women's basketball, football, tennis, golf, track and field, whatever sport it is, I, I am the one making those calls. I am the one making those connections. I am the one that, that ultimately 
makes the hire. Um, you know, the, the way the 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 general process that 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 I go through, um, and and you know, I I can talk to fact about uh, you know Richie Riley, who we hired a couple years ago. Um, when when there is an opening. Uh, as as most ads do is is you do have um, that that list you know <laughs> whatever that list is in every sport the best you can and and it's not a list that is all encompassing it, it's not it's not a list that limits anyone from getting on the list but it's a beginning point um, so when we're in the in in the market for for a coach. Um, I, I, and I also anticipate possible circumstances where we might be doing a search for whatever reason. And my style is, is sometimes we use a consultant. Sometimes we don't, um, it depends on certain circumstances. Um, and if we don't use a consultant, or sometimes even if we do, what, what I tend to do is I reach out to people that I know and trust in the industry. And, and that begins with conference commissioners. Uh, it includes coordinators of officials from various leagues. Uh, it, it includes uh, existing head coaches who um, I, I have an affinity for the the way that they run their programs. I may not know, I may not know Frank Martin really well, but when I've seen Frank Martin coach and when I've been around his programs that he has coached, whether uh, Kansas State or South Carolina, I like the way his teams conduct themselves. Um, and so I call Frank Martin and I ask him who's out there. Um, but Frank Martin is not the only one I'm calling. Uh, the last time that we hired, I probably reached out to 30 people. And that's not an embellishment. That's, that's the honest truth. And there are people that um, are out on the West Coast, people that are in the Southeast, people that are in the Northeast, people that are in the Midwest. And, and I start with no stereotypical limitations. I'm not looking for a certain type of experience, I'm looking for a certain type of person. Um, uh, you know, Coach Riley came to us from a Southland Conference school in Nichols State. So he, he was an existing head coach that had uh, uh, assistant coach connections that had climbed and, and raised his personal profile, recruit started pushing a broom and driving a van at the NAI level and, and stepped off the cliff several times, took chances. Uh, uh, pay was not an issue with him. He did what he needed to do to just make ends meet. And he worked his way through the system um, um, from Hawaii to Coastal Carolina to UAB to Clemson. And then something that, that struck me with Coach Riley is he took a substantial pay cut to go from being an assistant at Clemson to go to be the head guy at Nichols. And, and the reason he did that was, was to get his first head job. And he was willing to, to take that dip in pay and, and 
Nichols sometimes can be a bit of a challenging situation. It's a wonderful place, but from a funding standpoint, it is not funded at a very high level. And he, he took the chance on a school that, that provided him a chance and, and he made it work. And that was very attractive to me. Um, so I, I, I reach out to people, uh, who's out there. Um, I also look for, for, for certain, um, value systems. You know, I, I have to make sure that whoever I hire has to have at least a parallel. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but, but it's got to be parallel. We got to at least be in the same ballpark philosophically. And, and if I hire somebody that I'm not in the same ballpark philosophically, then right out of the gates, we're going to butt heads and it's going to be a nasty divorce sooner or later. Um, so what, what I look for is not just what me as Joel Erdman looks for. I also take into consideration what does the University of South Alabama stand for? What does our president stand for? What is the value system of our board of trustees? And I start to shape and mold. Okay, here's our priority list. This is what we need. This is what we're looking for. Now, who out there fits that mold? Um, we, we start with a pretty wide net. Um, and, and the way that I happen to do this, um, our, our most recent coach basketball coaching search, I did use a consultant, but the, the, it, it was on a part-time basis. The, the, the only reason I, I chart, the charge of our consultant was to do two things, verify my background checks, help me with communications to existing head coaches, but I took care of all the travel. I took care of all the interviews. I took care of the coordination. I talked directly to the head coaches. Um, so it wasn't just, uh, I'm going to pay a consultant 30, 40, 50, 60,000 and they do everything. I paid a smaller bill and I just said, I need you to run background checks on the people that I tell you to run background checks on. And yes, you can give me names. That's fine because the agents will reach out to these, these groups and try to get into the, the circle, which is fine. But I generally, I generally build my list myself. Um, when, when I get to a list of, of uh, 10 to 12, somewhere in there, and some are existing head coaches, some are, are uh, assistants, some come from power fives, some come from D2, some come from junior college, some come from, uh, uh, you know, uh, similar to Sunbelt Conference or Conference USA type of institutions. Some come from Ohio Valleys. They're, they're, there's a mixture of everything. Um, I call them and I, I make an appointment with them and and I give them everything I've got. And I think what I do is, is not necessarily always done out there. It's just the way I choose to do it. I, I communicate to the potential candidate 
listen, I have an interest in you. Um, I'm going to tell you everything I know about our basketball program. Here's the salary. Here's the assistant coach salary pool. Here's the recruiting budget. Here's the travel budget. Here's the equipment budget. Here's the requirements for buy games, if there are. Uh, here's scheduling mandates. We will play Southern Miss every year, home and away, or whatever it is. I need you to get UAB on the schedule. Uh, these are links of trips that we fly. These are links of trips that we bus and we get our charter. Uh, there, um, here's the practice facility. Here's how we handle strength and conditioning. Here's how we handle sports medicine. Here's how we track, we, we manage marketing and media relations. Um, here's the roster. Here's my expectations for roster management. Here's the team's GPA. Here's the team's APR. Here is the team's graduation rates. Here are the expectations. Here's the term of the deal. Three years, four years, five years. Here's the buyout structure. Here's the incentive system. And I just, I, I give them everything I know. And I say, here's the deal. I'm going to call you back in 24 hours. And, and you're going to tell me either you're in or you're out. Okay. And, and if you tell me you're in, that means I'm going to consider you to move on in the process. If you tell me, listen, I, I need 50 more grand in the assistant pool. I need 30 more grand in my, my head coach's salary. I, I, I will probably say, I'm telling you what I got. <laughs> this is where it's at. Either you're in under these circumstances or you're out. Um, so I do that for about 10 or 12 candidates. I call back or a little word to the wise. They call me before I call them. <laughs> okay. I, I, if, if you really want this job, don't make me call you. You call me. Um, and, and I wouldn't wait 24 hours. If you really want this baby, you know, you call me pretty quick. Um, now that list might now go from 12 to six. Some guys might say, listen, I appreciate it, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. I, I, this isn't a good fit for me. Shake hands, pat you on the back. Wonderful. Um, now we get down to those six. Um, now I'll start a more deeper conversation. Depending on the circumstances, I might go see you. You might come see me. We might meet halfway at a Waffle House somewhere in the middle of Mississippi um, and just sit down and talk. Uh, and that does happen. Um, and after those discussions and getting to know each other, then I really start to drill down on what I consider to be the finalists. And, and do, is that three guys, four guys, seven guys? Well, it depends. But one thing I will ask is, I will ask you, is there anybody out there I can't call? And you really only have one answer, okay? 
because if you say, I'd prefer you not to call this guy or this guy or don't call the folks at this school, well, then you're, you're probably gone. So I, I, I will tend to ask you, is there anybody out there I can't call? You're going to say, no, talk to anybody in the free world, and I will. I will I will call presidents. I will call deans of education. I will call the facilities guys in an anonymous fashion, the best I can, to protect you. I'll call, I've called mayors, you know. I, I, I will call city council members. I'll call campus police chiefs. I'll call coordinator of officials. Um, I've called, honestly, head of custodial maintenance. And just tell me what Sammy's like. What's this dude like? I think he knows X's and O's. I think he can recruit his butt off. I think he can put together a good staff. But is this guy grounded? Does this guy treat people the right way? Or is this guy a prima donna and a pain in the butt that I don't want to waste time with bringing in? Um, so I'll, I'll start to make those calls and now my list starts to go maybe a little smaller, three, four, five, there, there might be another face to face. There might not be, um, the next communication though, from me, the way I do it is, uh, if I got a lead guy. If I, I got a number one guy, um, I, I will communicate to that person, here's the deal. I'm going to call you back in 24 hours, and I need a yes or a no. And, and I, I don't want anything else. I don't have time for anything else. Generally speaking, in, in, in that time of year, there's 35 to 40 searches. Half the guys I'm after are being pursued by somebody else. So I'm very upfront and transparent and honest with the candidates that it don't, don't, you, you better talk to your wife now. You better consider your sons and daughters moving now. Cause if I call you tomorrow and you say, I got to talk to my wife or I'm not quite sure we're done. So I'm going to either let me know yes or no. If you say yes, Letter of memorandums on its way. Let's get this thing done. Let's have a press conference tomorrow. Rock and roll. If you say I need another 24 hours, I'm going to move on to number two. And number two, number three. And number three, number four. Um, I've been incredibly fortunate where I've never really had to go to a number two. And I think part of the process, part of the reason for that is because I try to share as much information as I can on the front end so there's no questions on the back end. So you know if that phone rings and I say it's time to decide, you, you, you got two answers. One's a yes or one's a no. And there's, there's no negotiations. There's no I need this, I need that. It's time to rock and roll or it's time to move on. Um, you know, what what should you do as a candidate? Um, nine out of ten head coaches that I've hired, I've I have asked to apply. You know, I, I reach out and touch them 
And yeah, you, we are a state institution and it might seem a little honky tonk, but you got to send your resume through this link and go link and go to HR and apply like a state employee would. But I'm reaching out to you and I'm recruiting you. There have been instances where people that were not on my radar um, applied. And I look at every application. I do. And there's like 230 of the dang things. Um, sometimes people, in my opinion, get a little overzealous. And again, this is, this is just me. This is Joel Erdman. This, different people are different, different things. If, if, if somebody wants to get involved, they will find a way to get my cell number. Okay, they'll have enough initiative to find a way to get my cell number. And and if that person sends me a very brief text, my name is Joel Erdman. I want to be your next guy. This is my name. If you have an interest, let me know. I like that. I like that. Or a a a a two sentence email. My name is Joel Erdman. I'm the head guy at Cameron. I think I'm ready, and I think I'm a good fit for you. Please let me know. I like that. I like initiative. Thanks for listening to the Right Fit Podcast. Just a quick reminder, please write us a review and subscribe, and you can follow along with what we're doing at risingcoaches.com.